Hello and welcome to the Game of Thrones after show for season 8 episode 5 The Bells. Guys, that episode was so hard to digest. We are all still processing here and we're going to be talking about the descent into madness in memoriam of everyone that we've lost and what now? Literally what now do we do with our lives? Do the rest of the characters do? Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Season 8, Episode 5, again, The Bells. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. So great to be here talking Game of Thrones with you. We've got Jeremy Dan, Battlemaster, joining us. <laughs> that's, that's the coolest thing anyone's ever said about that's me. That's a great title. <laughs> We've got a blast from our past, Amber Plaster, who's read all the books. Uh, Epic cosplayer. <laughs> Thank you. So happy that you're back I'm joining so us. I'm so happy to be back. The fans have been asking for you in the comments. Oh, you know, we like to deliver here. There we go. And we we got- Battlemaster and Plaster. Battlemaster Plaster. That's my name now, and I'm sticking with it. I want a rhyme. And we got the man <laughs> who has seen every episode of Game of Thrones four times and while he's sleeping, Ryan Malady. Yay! <laughs> Magulis, everybody. Valado Harris. Gosh, uh, that that episode uh, is killing me inside. I feel like it went right to my stomach and it's about to explode. Guys, favorite parts of the episode. Jay Dan, what do you got? Favorite part? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know there's a lot to choose Uh, from. (laughs) Halftime, halftime, the moment of hope we had, but uh, that was quickly uh, diminished and dispersed. But uh, yeah, it was really interestingly filmed, I will tell you that. They really did uh, themselves (laughs) some great cinematography work, and we saw things we'd never seen in terms of angles and visuals, and I'll always have that burnt into my mind. So, <laughs> Amber, favorite moment? I am just really glad that we still have a dragon. It feels very selfish to say, but I'm just very, yeah. very, very glad we still I have a dragon. I wasn't a huge Drogon fan after this episode, well, not gonna yeah. lie. I was like, take him out! Do people take know that your out. team... Cersei? I was low-key <laughs> Team Cersei. Do we need, do we need to establish? Because he's low-key Peter Baelish. Yeah. I'm a, I was a Ryan, big... favorite moment of this I was, episode. I was a Peter Baelish fan, and yeah. I was a huge Cersei fan by the last, end of last episode, for sure. I'd say, I'm just going to jump right in and say my favorite part was Clegane Bowl. I mean, it was highly anticipated, mm-hmm. and so we all knew it was going to happen, and then when it happened, it didn't disappoint. It was like, it was, it was really cinematic, and it was satisfying, and I think it was... I mean, we're going to talk more about the deaths, yeah. but I thought it was highly appropriate the way they went out. And so that's, I was I was not disappointed with Klinge Bowl. Yeah, I think my favorite <laughs> part was right in the beginning when Drogon actually took out all the scorpions because I took honestly, yeah, I and I really thought that this battle and Cersei was going to put up a bigger fight. Like, I'm shocked right now, guys. Like, I didn't think she was going to go down like that. It's Cersei. The last time we heard bells in Cersei, we heard shame, shame, shame. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, true, true. That's uh, how um, I'm feeling right now. The last time we <laughs> saw a lot of those those streets, we yeah. got to know them on the Walk of Shame. I exactly. mean, I, I guess it doesn't really matter now, but who rang the bell? Yeah. 
we thought Jamie for a moment, but it was obviously yeah. not him. Yeah. I I don't know. Tyrion? Do you think Tyrion rang no, the bell? No, he was outside the Red Keep the whole time. <sighs> We're still trying to figure it out, but we want to kind of talk about, Jeremy and I, what George has like set up for us. I mean, this show, in general, I think we started with the Starks, right, as the protagonists, and the Lannisters were always the antagonists. Mm-hmm. And then, Jeremy, where are we at now? Yeah, like, this- what? This show made history and, and affected a lot of people's lives and changed the way they thought about storytelling, mm-hmm. starting really with the, the death of Ned Stark. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, but you guys have followed this show. <laughs> so it was the thought exercise of what happens when your protagonist, your hero, dies. And we mm-hmm. really saw unusual elements uh, in this show because of that. This has taken that to the next level. I mean, I felt that in my gut when that happened in the first season. This one affects me and probably a lot of viewers, and we'd love to hear your comments about this, in a whole different way. Because I don't know if we've seen, in a way I think we saw it play out tonight, um, a hero... We we saw the hero die, and that, that hurt us. We saw a hero become a villain in a way I don't think we've seen it before. There's... All kinds Instantly. of uh, popcorn drama and mm-hmm. comic books that have uh, heroes become villains for the short term. Yeah. Maybe they get bumped on the head. They, they have something transform them. Yeah. But I don't think we've ever seen it at this scale. And it'll be interesting on the way people think about this episode, mm-hmm. think about this whole show and whole journey we've been on. Yeah, I feel like this show has got us all flip-flopping for who we stand behind. I mean, mm-hmm. I was a Danny. I know Amber's a Danny fan. I was a Danny mm-hmm. fan. Up until a couple episodes ago. It's frustrating because I, I, I am a Danny fan and I, I understand what she's going through, you guys. <laughs> like, she's dealing with a lot right now. Um, but, like, they've clearly decided this episode to make her a villain. There's mm-hmm. they, The show has clearly decided that she is going to be the bad guy. They and I don't love the it. Coin. They I mean, flip they flip the coin. They flip the coin for yeah. yeah. What's interesting is... Um, after she made that, I mean, because they zoom in on her, she's on top of the dragon, considering her options. You know, they're ringing the bells. They've they've given up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then they zoom in on her face. You know, but that's the last time we see her face. It's weird. After that we all don't ever that, see a we don't. Of her. It's, it's because it's like almost you can't like humanize that kind of that's madness. True. You know, and rage. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like if you, you don't saw be on her, her face, yeah, you wouldn't be able to see. I don't think. True madness, you know. I mean, that's what we saw, right? Yeah. I mean, that's our first topic. Right? Yes. I mean, I want to tell you guys about what we're going to talk about, so you will stay in and understand where we're going with this discussion. First topic, we're going to talk about the descent into madness. Pretty much, Danny being everyone's favorite character that we wanted on the throne, and how that has changed in the past few episodes, and what that what happened in this particular episode with the characters as we saw her descend. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even look like herself. Mm. And then our second topic mm. tonight is going to be in memoriam of. Everyone, everyone that we lost and their deaths and why maybe the writers chose to end their lives that way. I know there's going to be a lot of controversy, so we're going to try to figure it out with you guys and see why maybe they chose to end them that way. Mm-hmm. And then what now? What's John going to do with it? what Danny did? What's Arya's plan? What is Danny's plan? Who's Tyrion going to back? And then, of course, predictions for the final episode. I can't believe we are at the end, guys. So let's go ahead and get into Descent into Madness with Tyrion <laughs> telling Danny that Varys betrayed her. Yeah, so I was, I was kind of confused as to how that all went down. It was almost like a game of, like... Like, like rumors were flying around and a bunch of gossip, and then all of a sudden Varys is torched. It was like, 
very... I kind of didn't expect it, them to go through with it a little bit. Well, I expected yeah. a little conversation or something. Like, I expected her to, like, confront Varys and at least get him to say some last words or, like, you know... It was very, like, Melisandre-esque when she yeah. would sacrifice people by fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like, so Varys approaches John on the beach. <laughs> Just, I, hey, what's up? So, you... We want you to be king instead of her. Like, I don't know. And he's like, no. Like, what? Like, at least, like, There's approach like, him with some finesse yeah, there. Yeah. Come on. And then... No, um, he's straightforward. And so, but how did... And I was confused as to how Danny found out that everyone knew. John, right? Because it almost seemed like Varys and John were on the beach at that moment. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they, like, went right up to um, the, the, the small council chambers for Dragonstone. And she was right there confronting Tyrion. So it was like, how did that information get to her? Because did John didn't tell her did she the, she might have put an idea out there to see the reaction. I, I kind of lost track of that a little bit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and How'd but 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 out? then when I couldn't remember the specific moment, I thought maybe she put it out there to see the reaction, and then by doing that, it was confirmed. The only thing she wasn't right about is. John didn't actually tell Sansa. He got his little brother to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but it's true. I mean, by telling Sansa, the fact that she knew that Tyrion would put in the work and, and tell everybody else, and then Varys would, you know, write all those little messages and send them out to the Ravens, and who yeah. who all knows now? And the Citadels or the uh, the um, everyone. Yeah, the Citadels got to know. He yeah. must have. He must have told. And I think that's why. And this might be in predictions. I don't mm-hmm. know, which we do at the end of every episode, but. Um, I think I think the reason why Sam Tarley had so so much plot armor on is because he's the one who's going to write the Song of Ice and Fire. I think so too. The mm-hmm. He's the one who's going to write this whole thing. He's going to be like it should be like the the last on him. Just like, like let me tell you a story. Yeah, come here, Sam Junior. Sit on your pop's lap and <laughs> yeah. let me tell you a tall tale. Little John. Little John. Come here, Little John. Yeah. Um, is it Little John? Yeah. 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 How yeah. about the John and Danny scene? I mean, for me, yeah. what I, was happening there? I felt like she was basically saying, do you only love me as your queen? Is that it? And she kind of gave him a chance to, at that point, show make love to her, yeah. show passion, like prove that like he really loved her as a person, not just because he bent the knee to her. And... She got her answer. I mean, he he couldn't do it. Yeah, well, he was understandably kind of questioning everything in that moment because, like, she torched Varys in front yeah. of him. His face when because, he saw that, too. Yeah, and, because, and she saw it. It's now everyone knows what happens when they talk about your true history, your true heritage. Your secret or whatever. Your yeah. secret, yeah. they will die. And he's like, jeez, dude, like that's not very honorable. And when she I, said that, she kind of put some distance between herself and him, because mm-hmm. it's their secret, by the way. Mm-hmm. Their shared secret. And he was like, she's like, oh, this is on you, you know. Again, she's just being ruled by fear. He's a little scared, too. And she's like, okay, so it's fear then. And fear doesn't really get you very far. <laughs> I think that was the moment. We had this descent actually starting with her pleading and begging in a way we'd never seen uh, at, at Winterfell a she couple of awful. episodes. She looked She looked she awful looked there. She dead. We, we saw expressions <laughs> we hadn't seen on her. Yeah. Uh, then we saw the look she had at the very beginning, pale 
and 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 looking lost, her hair bedraggled in a way because bedraggled. I think Missande <laughs> Missande was a person that often would braid her hair, and that symbolized mm. the way she was lacking so much. I like that. And her one basis left was really Jon Snow, and when she used that word, well, let it be fear. Then I have no love, so let it be fear here. And she was able to withdraw, and she looked very then within herself again. But that was the moment, maybe, of embrace. Of that madness that we talked about, because it's it's that piece on the other side of the madness. Yeah, I mean, we saw she didn't have a lot of options left. She literally didn't have a lot of options, but she also felt what we saw from the previous episode was her support system. She felt very fearful of her support system leaving her. I think John was that last little mm-hmm. bit of like, "Do you love me?" Because. I'm losing my mind, and, you know. Right. Well, uh, I think it all really started up in the north after she lost Viserys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or and then, and, and then Jorah. Basically, well, <laughs> she gave half her armies, mm-hmm. you know, her, her dragon, uh, for the north, and no one paid her back with any respect or love. It didn't. It, it didn't. Gain it didn't anything. land on them. It didn't really. It didn't right. land on the north. They That's were just a great like, point. you know, and she she's just like, well, it. what the heck, man? You know, I I sacrificed almost everything for mm-hmm. this cause, and now no one's rallying behind me. So what's left to do but burn them all? I mean, and yeah. the, the, it's a slippery slope, right? It wasn't like it wasn't like this was a, a series long arc of madness. It was just like a, a season long. Arc, right, it was yeah. just this last season, it, but we've she always kind of seen hints well. of it. We've always seen like a little bit of hints of her, just like, but the you know like, I'll kill all the the masters. You know, she's always had like this urge to just really just mm-hmm. rain fire. But yeah. we've we've seen it hinted at. But everyone around her, her support system, were always the ones to rein her in. Be like, no, Danny, we believe in you. We love you. Ex- love you. Extreme reactions to moments where you can't quite tell what's going. To happen, and that's yeah. what I think is is different here. That the the moments we saw that we, we we maybe thought this could happen, they were you know she she let people tons of people burn inside the Dothraki tent, all, all these things, extreme moves, but needed to get out of a jam essentially. Right. What is different about this moment? Weapons were being laid down, bells were ringing. She was in a commanding position to see everything. There was no danger. She knew the Iron Fleet was burnt. That was pure. Violence. Yeah. Do you think they were drawing a comparison with Cersei and Jamie and Daenerys and John? Because Daenerys is doing something terrible, but Jamie will still wade through fire to get back to Cersei no mm-hmm. matter what she did. But then John will turn away at the one sign of her being violent. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you, Steven. I mean, Jamie and Cersei, obviously born from the same blood, they have mm-hmm. that evil in them. I mean, he even tells Brienne before he leaves in the last episode, you know, that he's not a good guy either. And we see that how how strong their love really was for each other. They end up going down together. But, I mean, when it comes to Jon, you know, he was raised a Stark. And although he's a Targaryen, he'll never forget the way he was raised. And being a noble man is just like who he is if there's anyone in the show who knows themselves more than anybody else and is the least likely to waver when it comes to being true and honest for everyone else and selfless it's definitely john so i can see that that uh comparison that they were trying to make with the love but i think there's still feelings there but i think it it, like i said towards the beginning of watching it that 
love is a luxury <laughs> for everyone in Game of Thrones, yeah. and no one has time for that. And they, no, one, no one has time for love. Do you think there'll be any? <laughs> do you think there'll be any remnant of that feeling as we come into the next episode with John? Is he going to have some notion yeah, of understanding? I think there'll be a little struggle there where he's like, "Oh, please don't be a total crazy person," and then she's going to oh, be a total no, crazy person. No I way. don't think so. No, not even close. Oh, you think there's going to be no remorse? I don't think. I think. You don't think he's going to struggle a little bit? I don't think with, he's going like, to talk to her. Like I think having he, good you don't think he's going to talk her? to her? No, I, I think, think he I think, knows what oh, needs okay. to be done at this point. Dude, okay. yeah. She just massacred like a million people. Yeah. I feel like, like she's going to be sitting in like, you know, Dragonstone, like, Dragonstone? Like the Red Keep. Red Keep. Isn't it destroyed? Did I she mean, destroy it? It looked like pretty, it was pretty friggin' destroyed, but then they zoomed out and it seemed like it was still kind of standing. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, well, th- maybe she'll be in her tower then, but like in madness, and I think that she'll be hard to approach. And I think someone, hopefully Arya or John, will just have to kill her. I mean, maybe they'll approach her for that conversation and it, they just realize that it's not going to go anywhere and well, someone's got to gotta make the sacrifice. Grey has got to tell her that, like, he. You know, John. He, yeah, basically committed treason against her, yeah, betrayed her. John pulled back. John, you know, in all John in all avenues. Out, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I I'm sorry, you guys. This is it's hard to find the words because we literally just saw this episode, you know, and so we're we're trying to pull this show together, and I'm still like decompressing from the rage. Which, by the way, if you guys want to watch us watch the show live. Go check out the watch along. Search, you know, Afterbus TV watch along on YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, guys, give us a there was subscription, some real you know. Um, but yeah, we were screaming. We were just like, what did she think? What are they doing? Like, she was literally torching everybody. It didn't matter if it was innocent or if it was her army or theirs. If John or, was in that corner. Yeah, I mean. like she could have killed John any number of times. She just, and that's why I feel like they didn't yeah. show her at all yeah. during that. Mm-hmm. During that. Because it was like, we couldn't comprehend what she was doing and why because it's incomprehensible. It's madness, right? She, she was, was making blinded irrational... by rage. Yeah, she's just like, let's just burn them all. Frick. Let's just level the, level it down and build from the ground up, and everyone left yeah. will love me. Well, will fear me. Let's go ahead and see if any of our predictions were right for right. this episode. <laughs> the M Cup. The M Cup. So, yes. And do they matter? As you guys cup, know, before the show, we all wrote a prediction of what would happen in this specific episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. Oh. All right. And will you do the honors? Will you pull one out? Watch the peanut butter nutters. Puffs. <laughs> Nutter puffs. Ta-da! Only thing left in King's Landing were these nutter pops. So this this prediction was Jamie will kill Cersei. Oh, that was me, guys. Oh no! I really wanted it. I know. First time I lost. Well, this I will say that wrong, yeah. I wanted to predict the Clegane Bowl, but Ryan wrote his prediction ahead of me, so I couldn't get it down. How would you know? Say technically, Danny killed her since the rubble was caused by the dragon. I would still say that, like, Jamie led her down there, so, I mean... <laughs> to protect her. He was still like, you know... Guys, give me this one, okay? No. <laughs> nope. Jamie killed Cersei. He no. led her down there. He knew the rocks were falling. You're three for four. <laughs> you lose! Oh, God, it hurts so bad. I'm only 99% sure she's dead. What else we got? What other predictions we got? I Go predicted that Hot Pie would well, be in this battle. <laughs> Can we just say that? Can I just leave it at that? Hot Pie should have been, could have been. Hot Pie is chilling. Hot Pie is. is selling Hot Pies. What hot is pies. this one? 
Was that you too? No. no? Clegane Bowl. It just says Clegane Bowl. <laughs> was that, that you, was Ryan? Was that oh, Steven. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. You win. You, you win. <laughs> All right. Sure. Uh, I, I didn't know you predicted it too. I did, but I was no. more specific. Okay. A oh. little bit more. So you lose! Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like predicting the sun will come up tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. You, know. you have to make a call on the bowl. Here you go, Steve. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Okay. What else we got? Oh, Lord. There's popcorn in here, too. Clegane Bowl, the hound wins. <laughs> I, You know, I would argue that you're kind of right because he, he made the last choice. And he got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. And he only got... lost one eye. Dude, I thought he was... What? I, I mean, I guess he, he was. I guess the time. mountain was really savoring. That's the mountain's move, yo. Yeah. Crushing skulls. I crossed our head in like this, and he popped his eyeball out. But like, you were you yelling know. so hard when when you go with the eyes. Go! Like, no, no. So, okay, you win a half a nutter puff. Swish. And I win three points for getting it in the up cup. Good game. So the hound kind of won. So, so you kind of win. I kind of win too. Here you go. <laughs> Our that? last prediction for this episode is. No, that, there's, there's another. It's, it's oh. dumb. <laughs> there's two. I don't want to read this one. What is it? It's wrong! Varys lives. lives. Literally at the beginning of the episode, Amber. Literally right at the beginning. You lose! You lose! With uh, somebody else not named Amber, probably who did that. And then immediately regretted it. Varys lives. What's our last? Varys went live. last one? Poor Varys. He went live. But, you know, Melisandre did... Prophesies. I, yeah. I forgot about the prophecy. Yeah, she said, I must die in this strange land, as will you. Yep. Um, something like that. All right, let's oh, see okay. what we got here. The scorpions at King's Landing can't fire behind. So, so essentially, this sort of played out. I probably shouldn't have spelled this out more. I thought a lot of this battle would take place behind the scorpions mm-hmm. so that they couldn't be brought to bear. Um, Daenerys used her flight from the sun uh-huh. coming down. Yeah, but they can and pivot. And then reversed it. I, I, I'm not sure we We're proved not sure that they, they could pivot because she's, he said turn to... them. But definitely on the, 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 the top of King's Landing, on the... Uh, on the walls, I don't think they're able to turn them. But it's such a it's a it's a prediction with no consequence. Right. I mean, it was happening yeah. anyway. But I'll still take the win. Uh, you ah, lose! You lose! <laughs> <laughs> Look, the scorpions were wildly underused on yeah. our last episode. What they sh- happened? They shot, fuck, they friggin' <laughs> they shot Rhaegar, um, uh three times. Well, they weren't expecting instantly. it that time. But and they this were, time. They were they shot like a bullseye into this dragon three in a row from ships and I, then yeah but I think Danny knew is, what to do and Drogon has survived these spears a few different times so yeah. I, she flew them differently too yeah she, she flew did. them different she used yeah. the altitude more the coming mm-hmm. straight down and then staying low where they probably had a tougher time arcing it just it, the right it was way. interesting where they used lines like like Daenerys Daenerys said to attack immediately and he's like no we're gonna wait until tomorrow. Yeah, John and said the, that. Yeah, John said that. And then the next day, they didn't attack at daybreak because Danny didn't even come until the sun was way up in the, in the high in the sky. Yeah. Listen, Danny does what she wants. I know, but like. <laughs> daybreak yeah. is the new sun in the sky high. <laughs> high noon. Okay. High noon. It was daybreak. high noon. We change yep. everything. Guys, let's go ahead and get into our right. second topic of the night in memoriam. Let's start talking about everybody 
as they go down, everybody we lost. And first, that starts with the Iron Fleet, just like we were talking about. Drogon just taking all those out. We already talked about him, though. Yeah, R.I.P. Varys. We already talked about him. That was probably the saddest death of the episode for me. Let's just take one moment. He he was a game player from the beginning. A lot of people say it was kind of the Littlefinger and Varys game. I miss those those days. That names uh, that that named this series. And he was. He said, "I hope I'm wrong." Was, yeah. He was not, was not, so he, yeah. you know, it, it frames was, that whole thing. He was so right, it's scary, you know? I just don't get why no one tried to, like, defend him and stick up for him. Like, we've got Tyrion and Jamie always letting each other off the hook from being killed, and, like, no one came to Varys' rescue. I mean, Varys is the reason Tyrion's even alive. And I like, think Tyrion couldn't do anything. I think oh, at this point, no Tyrion's like, we're, I, I, he's like, she barely listens to me anyway. Right. If I can pull any favors, it's to get her to be slightly less crazy when she's down in King's Landing. I think he's yeah. thinking like I can't use this favor on Varys. Let him take I don't the think black. there was any favor take to be the black. All she really yeah. had. Same with John. I don't think he. No one. Well, could... and she wasn't. I don't think she was over the fact that he did try to assassinate her back in the day too. You know, like she yeah. did yeah. let him off the hook once. She was like, "I'll let you off the hook once, and let me be clear. Don't give me a reason." Right. And he gave her a reason. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Okay, bye." And it was like she was also kind of using him as an example to John and to Tyrion. And to anyone else... I know, I'm hearing some... I heard a slurp. Um, That was your necklace, Kristen. Oh, Oh. Oh, was it? That was my armor, what do you mean? Yeah, your battle armor. I had to survive this episode. How can we see this? Can you guys see this? If you guys are listening on iTunes, go to YouTube and check out Kristen's awesome battle armor. It's why I survived, guys. Um, Yeah, so Varys, I mean, he was always a man of the realm, Mm -hmm. or I guess a person of the realm. Yeah, whatever. Um, Oh, wow. He's still a man. Yeah, okay. He was always loyal to the, the good people of the realm, and mm-hmm. um, he, when, as soon as Varys goes, so does everybody yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, he was one of our heroes. He was literally a protector of the realm. So mm-hmm. just like you said, the second he goes down, I mean, that was the beginning of the end yeah. of all the innocents. I feel the like there innocence. was two really good fighters of the Grey, and it was Varys and Littlefinger. But Littlefinger got mm-hmm. away with lying, and Varys lived so long by telling exactly what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, with Cersei, with uh, Daenerys, he was always like, oh, yes, you're my queen, and I am totally loyal to you, but I guess you should know, now that I'm non-threatening, I mean, look at me. But he did tell I'm her. only loyal to the realm. Like, he always would yeah. say it, and people would be like, huh, Okay. Yeah. He would tell people. Yeah, straight up. He's like, if that day comes, I'll look you in the eye and tell you you're wrong. And he did, and she didn't listen to him, so he's like, all right, I guess I'll take it in my own hands. But what was with, real quick, for Varys' point of view, what was with, they gave that kid a name, Martha, right? Was it? Yes. Yes. So it starts off with him and her. I don't think we're done with her yet. Yeah, Martha. right. Because he gave hopefully, her name. Martha finishes what Varys set her out to do and, and poisons Danny's food. So Danny, you hungry? Goes. Yeah, <laughs> you hungry, girl? Yeah, she was or the I dragon. Mean, yeah, it seemed oh, like that. Well, Martha, you, get to work, girl. Do you think she's such a good waitress? They're gonna they're gonna fly her over to uh, King's Landing from uh, Dragonstone. Did we see? Overnight, we saw no, that, that was a different. It was a that different, was a different girl. girl. That okay. was the daughter of uh, the woman. She did have the um, similar look. sort of. Yeah. Why give her a name? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Why did Varys take off his his rings? I mean, did, was it you, Jeremy, that said maybe to pay Martha? Mm. Or Amber you, Amber? Said that. I yes. Yeah, so I think that he took off his rings because he was accepting death. 
Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, there's a few reasons why I would do that. One, to let people, like, if he had any allies, which I, get, I assume that he did because he has his little birds, that he's leaving his rooms to be like, something's wrong, come find me, probably. Mm. But he, I think he's more accepting of his death than that. And then also, the last thing that he can do is pay this little girl. Yeah. Right. And, she and, knows where well, she look, knows where look, to go. Well, there's look, there's kind of a parallel to that. Remember when Daenerys took her ring off right before she was captured by the Dothraki? Um, yeah. It was, a, it, was a bread, it. it was a breadcrumb. It was a breadcrumb. So maybe that's a parallel to that. Maybe it's just, you know... He wanted he to leave he, something behind. Yeah, he wanted to, you know, I mean, he probably knew he was going to his death and he, you know, didn't want his, his, you know, maybe he really cared about those rings and he just didn't want him to be buried in the dirt. And he, I don't know. I or was, maybe there's some... Or maybe it wasn't, it was a half-baked thing that we'll never have any closure about, you know. Yes, and they've been doing that, you know, that's been Closure's going around a little bullshit. bit. bullshit! Go ahead. <laughs> but, maybe, you know, I, I mentioned at the time, I wonder if those are poison <laughs> in, in some way and could be used. Yeah. Poison in the rings? Oh, so, okay. Because we saw in um, the necklace that was used to kill Joffrey that there was poison in those jewels, so maybe the poison is in his rings. And he's and certainly Martha not above that. poison. I mean, for a second we thought when he was turning his ring around, it was like maybe he could like prick himself and I whatever. Thought but uh, I thought that's what he was going to do, and then when he took him off, I thought it might be for some purpose of another to use later. Now, was Martha being used just to spy on Danny, and just he's like she's like letting him know like she's not eating, she's not looking good, or was it really just a poison or anything? She wor- Martha works in the kitchen. Right. And last in episode, Winterfell, he talked about, and we don't know her. if they're talking about Danny. We don't mm. know that. Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Woman, well, I, I think it was Danny. They yeah. were, I mean, yeah. Ryan, I think you're on. They were very specific with their wording in that in the th- two or three lines. We mm-hmm. learned a name. We learned worked in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We learned she'd been observing her for days. Mm-hmm. We learned that uh, high risk, high reward, or essentially some line to that effect. That that, yeah, she was her. worried. Yeah, but to that that her work was important essentially. So. Mm-hmm. Hope. It might be a full-on breadcrumb scene. God, I hope we happen. see that right. happen next episode. Hopefully, yeah. Varys' death was not in vain, and the yeah. cards that he set up will fall into place. Just the not, way he wanted them. And, and hopefully not all of these deaths were in vain. Yeah. You know, that was Varys, but who else Yeah, was we lost, like we said, the Iron Fleet. The Golden Company went down like none other. I mean, I was don't fine with that. obviously, like, pay anyone to fight for you who doesn't have a reason, because, I mean, they barely put up a fight. I didn't even see them, like, break out their swords. The really. wall fell on them. The wall yeah. fell on them, and a lot of fire. Yeah, that was instant. <laughs> it was another one of those things where you're like, all right, Golden Company versus Dothraki, oh. like, let's go. Nope. And you know what? That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever, the Golden Company. Company, uh, they gave that one guy, the, the leader, the, the Perry Strickland of the Golden yes. Company. Uh, they gave him kind of a weird, de- like he just started running from really like a he was horde. Do 
and then he gets stabbed in the back by by Grey Worm. But like, yeah, we wanted like uh, him to be beheaded with one of the Dothraki swords. I mean, like to make it more well, epic. If we're like watching from behind, don't stab him in the middle of his back where we can't see the death happen. Well, at first I was like, "Wow, die a soldier's death!" Like stand up to him. like do a Jon Snow thing, yeah. like a last stand. But then again, it's like the Golden Company; these guys don't fight for honor; yeah, they, 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 they fight for gold. Def- yeah. So, and uh, the first side of trouble, they're gonna. There was a lot of talk on the interwebs of people predicting that maybe Jock and Hagar was leading the army, maybe Dariona Harris, but as we can see, that didn't happen. But do you guys remember um, episodes ago, Stannis, Jorah actually fought for the Golden Company at one point, and Davos was trying to get Stannis to pay the Golden Company to fight for him at one point. Yeah, he was. Um, Good. That wouldn't have worked, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we don't know who they would have been fighting against, so... We never really yeah. got to see the Golden Company in action, and that's a... That's also, a we lost a lot of really great fighters in the past however much amount of time, so, like, it doesn't matter what army we're talking about, we're talking about. White Walker army? Doesn't matter. Yeah. We've lost a lot of great fighters, yeah. so, like... Lots of, all the armies. All the armies. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I didn't... I'm not surprised at all that the, the company fell apart like that, because who's left? Yeah. I mean, yeah. these young men who barely have been trained to fight and are yeah. probably poor and terrified out of their minds, they don't care. Well, and it's like, we only have so much time left to wrap up this series, so it's mm-hmm. like, what are we going to show? Uh, these guys fighting it out, or just cut to the inevitable. Yeah, burn the city down because Daenerys that. is mad. And yeah, I, I was like, you know what? Fine, get to it. Let's yeah. go. We don't need you to know? see all ten thousand of them fight. It shortened the episode by half an hour. If they would have fought, <laughs> then they wouldn't have been able to have, maybe have all the death and destruction. It would have. Yeah. Right. They would have filled up all the filled up all the screen time. Right. We needed to see some. Some stuff blow up. It would have cut into the slow motion horse time. <laughs> <laughs> that horse. Uh, let's talk horse. about the death of the king <laughs> in this episode. The king that was slaughtered by the king slayer Euron. He Euron went down. was no king. <laughs> he was. A, what do you mean? <laughs> he was the queen's boyfriend. He just like came swimming up like a merman out of the I ocean. <laughs> Euron, what was what was his? purpose for that. Yeah. Well, he was going to live and then he was like, Jamie. And we were like, what are you doing? What are you... Was it jealousy? What are you... For being with Cersei? Why yeah. are you picking a fight right now? It would have made more sense if he like mentioned Cersei being yeah. pregnant and then Jamie's like, well, I got news for you. That was me. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was going to go there. Exactly. Then it would be like, okay, let's fight. Yeah. Rewrite. Back, Rewrite. Remember he's like, oh, you're no king. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, well... I've got a prince in her belly, so that does make me king. Or like, yeah, something like that. Something. But that would have raised the stakes a little. bit. You know, and I really think what it was about was Euron is a man of glory. Like he just he cares about his legacy. He's the best captain in this in the in uh, on Earth. And it's all about what he can get. Yeah, and he and it even showed to his character as he was laying there dying. He's like, I'm the guy who did it. You know, and no one even saw. No one's gonna be witness to it. Exactly. So I thought that was kind of strange. Like, you know, the bards are not going to write songs about that one. Yeah, he wasn't thinking clearly. But you know, it was one of those moments where, like, why? I guess they're just trying to build more tension because he stabbed Jamie, and so you're like, oh no, is Jamie slowly dying right I, now? He should have probably died. <laughs> I'm not sure how he made it to the end of the episode, to be honest. Me neither. But Euron, uh, I really, at the at, by that time, I really appreciated Euron as kind of a villain because he mm-hmm. just owned it so well. It's great when, Agreed. like, antagonists own that stuff, yeah. you know? I like, I smile am at the bad, end. Yeah. yeah, his smile was just, like, insane of, like, ha. And, and, like, you're like, he's not even thinking right now. He's just being himself. Yeah, he's just, he's just trying to... Exist for a reason? Yeah, yeah just to have a purpose, you know, and, um... 
he had a, he had an interesting arc. I don't know how it ended. It's like you needed a kind of co- a last minute confrontation between him and Jamie. I guess it's, it was kind of satisfying. It felt unmotivated, but, but I'm glad we got to did, see him go. Did he have an arc? I thought Euron was one note from <laughs> the moment. He was very one note. Yeah, yeah, we saw right. him, and he, um, well, he was he, he was a old school villain. He's like a pirate. You know, he, he was a pirate. He was a person that would well, curl okay, his mustache. Maybe not yeah. one note because he was more chaos. He was more um, the Joker to Batman. Like he was like, he wouldn't have been great to Cersei if they, everything had worked out the way that he wanted. But he, it, he's still like just yeah. chaos. So that's why he was fun to watch because even though you knew he was trouble. You, you could count know, on that. You, you can didn't count know on what he was going to do. You can count on him being just go for the throat kind of guy. Yeah. If but, not Jamie, who would have killed him? I mean, I thought Daenerys just blew him up. Yeah, I thought he, yeah. I thought he got blown up. I mean, you know. So you guys didn't really need to see him die no. by Jamie's sword. I would have liked oh, to see that. It was nice. It was poetic. It was just seemed a little bit too like, you know. Oh, it just so happens that <laughs> he's crawling out of the ocean right when Jamie's walking up. It's like yeah. I thought. We, right, I know. thought we might see some escaping ships and finally. Ah, uh, yeah. I kind of uh, wanted to see him go back. Queen Greyjoy. Uh, yeah, and do like like a like a Euron versus yeah, Yara. Uh, Yara. Yeah. 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 Like like the two those two fleets finally you know there's no yeah uh, there's no ambush. It mm-hmm. is a real battle, and that might have been part of this. When they, when she streamed through, I thought they'd probably taken out a good chunk of the fleet, and some would just try to sail and get away, and then Yara would bottle them up. But again, she just this took, took them some, all This out. took some crazy directions. Do we know we where Yara is right now? She's back in the Iron Islands. Okay. She yeah. conquered them. But yeah, it would have been great to see her come from behind, and you know, Euron trying to escape with a ship, and then have to fight her off. That would have been a good ending to him, but. But sometimes in the Game of Thrones, you know, just things happen, right? Like a dragon comes and blows your ship up. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? It's, it's unpredictable, not... this show, which is it... why we love it. But I feel like we are definitely going to have some conflicting opinions mm. about this episode. I feel like, yeah. honestly, well, you like... you can't please everyone. Exactly. And it would be hard for any of us to really be pleased because our favorite show is ending. So we are just mad at that. Well, You know, we I are wanna... mad at that the show is ending. What you got, Steven? Well, I want to take it from the benefit of the doubt of the writers to think for a yeah. second because everything that Euron attained in his life is from taking it from others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you look at what he did to the other person of the Greyjoys and then now when he's killing Jamie and he shouts before, he's like, I'm the one who killed Jamie Lannister. Right. It could have been his way of being like, hey, I can now go to Daenerys. Or he was like wheeling and dealing like, go to Daenerys and try to leverage that to something else because he's always just trying to use his actions to leverage another position somewhere else. Because he's just looking out for himself. I can see that. I mean, he does seem like he had a bit, little bit of madness in him, too, though. So it's like... Because he knew at that point... Oh, he's mad. He knew at that point what was happening in the city. Right. Yeah, yeah he could, he's like, you hear that? It's all done. It's just me and you down here, buddy, you know? Um, and the fight was, was kind of cool. But I feel like from the writers, uh, like, from, from the perspective of them, you know, I feel like this last season and a half, it's been like written for the fans, for the fandom. I feel you know? that way, too. It's like the first... And I maybe like they're it's trying just to make it, a lot of people happy. Right, and you're a, you're the book reader, so you know kind of where the journey really forked between the show and the books, and the show outlived you know, the, the books, their story. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, the show was being still made one more book. for popular... For popular demand. By popular demand, Jon Snow's back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then... At the same time, though, on the same side of that coin, or on the other side of that coin is, well, you know what? Let's do some stuff that's unexpected because, you know, we don't want people to think that they know what's going to happen. So it seems like it was like, 
a pandering and then a flip in a way. So it was like it's oh! when you say it like that, I'm like, oh, that sounds like the smart choice. We should do that. But except for I don't, I don't want them to do that. In yeah. my opinion, they read all the fan fiction and were like, we're doing none of that. Yeah, <laughs> we're burning everybody instead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like honestly, I can't lie to you guys. I know, yeah. and let's start talking about that. But I can't lie to you guys. I'm disappointed, but like I said, it's probably a lot of the show is just ending, so yeah. I'd be disappointed no matter what, because my favorite show is ending, right. but it's hard to see these characters go down in somewhat seeming of an unsatisfying way. But let's talk about Kyburn just getting <laughs> thrown to the rocks. Yeah, that's a key thing in in literature. Your creation destroys you. I mean, this is almost classic yeah. that mm-hmm. he... He was the real man I'm of glad. science in this. Uh, he was, a, if, if Cersei had a chance, it was because of him and the mountain who was reborn and getting the scorpions. He, he was the, really the only one, even the people of uh, the Citadel, the Maesters, knew about science but weren't really actively trying to use it. And he was a reject from the Citadel who thought science could be of real use, right. brought it to bear more than anyone else, but in the end, his own creation destroyed him. Classic literary device. Yeah, the middle, yeah. Little, was it Mary Kelly? Do you, think just, about, do you guys think Shelley? that uh, Mary Cersei Shelley? would be alive right now if she had loved Tyrion? Mary Shelley. Um, Ooh. I mean, Tyrion, even though she did not love Tyrion, Tyrion still made an escape plan for his sister, who hated him her entire life, so I don't think it would have mattered. I don't think it was mattered. for her... I think it was just... For Jamie. It was for but Jamie, still, and it was to, and it was also get to get her the queen out of there so, yeah. that, so that Daenerys wouldn't have any And then he could still say to, that he served the queen. And, yeah, he could yeah. be like, look, if you want to kill me, kill me, but, you know, she's not on the throne, you are. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, was a, that was a decent plan. It seemed like the best compromise that I could think of. It's the best plan he's come up with in a couple of seasons. He's put out yeah. their plans of taking Casterly Rock and sailing different places, going different places, making different alliances. And she called out that none of them have worked. And and I wish he had a little more credibility because this one was set up to work. Oh. Set up to work. How about that moment, though, just to get back to Kyburn, how about that moment after, after the, the, the Hound cuts through all the soldiers and then the mountain kills Kyburn when Cersei just kind of... <laughs> So good, so good. That. That's probably like, my favorite moment, actually. Okay. Not me anymore. Like, bye. And she just like, walks guys. down. Do your thing, I guess. <laughs> that was really great. She Could you do me, that bye again? She, do this. she was she totally alone bye. at that point. It's okay. And she like she almost bounced down the stairs. Like no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> like yeah. she she fully like she she lost her queenly demeanor and was like yeah. <laughs> I've never seen her not participate in anyone's death before. So I, I saw it more of like she's kind of like. I hope uh, you guys don't mind if I just step around you. Well, she did start out the fight by saying, don't leave my side, talking to the mountain. Right. I think she is very good at recognizing danger and and adjusting, (laughs) and she saw it going south, and she's like, maybe I can get him to, and then she was kind of like, okay. Okay, uh, you guys have fun. I'm going to step down into the, my imminent doom. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that we all probably wanted the Hound to win, and I feel like he pretty much did. Right. He just also lost his life by winning. Well, the sad thing <laughs> is that we built up such a love between him and yeah. Arya, and it was almost like he... We, we talked about this in the last episodes, you know? We wanted him to have a happy ending. We thought it was possible, because he did get so close to it before all, all of his church yeah. friends were just murdered. 
Uh, all he had left, though, was revenge. Yeah. He, and that's all he wanted, and that's all they that did he got. did a good job of addressing that, though, and saying, like, do you want to be me? You know? Yeah. Look, he's like, he, look at me. <laughs> look what I've become. He got both sides of that happy ending. He got the revenge side by by taking down his brother, and he got someone to see him as a human that, that cared about them. I mean, Arya, when she... He has not been called Sandor Clegane yeah, by right. anyone in the entire show in, until then. And I so had that, chills when she said Sandor. Yeah, that, that Sandor. moment was meant to pay off the fact of all of their journeys before, all of their repartee, and that maybe almost he is the one that brought her back from being a faceless man or woman and back to being Arya Stark, Arya, Arya Stark fully. Yeah, yeah I, no, I moment, really like that. She, yeah, she's called him Clegane. She's called him usually just Hound. Hound! Yeah. So that was nice. It kind of humanized him and their relationship. But, and we might get into this into another topic, but I just wanted to talk about Arya in that moment, shifting gears. Yeah. Do you want to save that for later? Arya's whole thing? Arya's whole story? I think we should, just because I think we should focus on the Hound in the Mountain and just him going down. I mean, but I did like how it was edited with Arya. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I was nervous about that for a good amount of time. When they were getting hit in... The, the editing of that was purposeful, and I, I can't wait to rewatch it because I'm like, what are they telling us in the scene? Because like, mm-hmm. it almost felt like she was feeling his hits, and I was, wanted to was. understand why they did that. Yeah. No, I think you should talk about it, Ryan. I don't know. No, she brought up a good point. Yeah. No, that, 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 I think that we moment have to where know. like he gets knocked down and she gets knocked down, and then like he gets up, she gets up, and it was kind of a mm-hmm. parallel, and I think it was basically just an editing tool to, like, build tension of, oh, like, what's the fate of either of these two gonna be? Mm-hmm. I mean, they they took this journey together up from King's Landing mm-hmm. to, 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 to get to the Reach, to, you know, to find... Uh, Maybe it's another example of plan A, plan B. She's taking right. the plan B, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, what can happen to these cell swords? I don't know. Fighters? Mich- yeah. Uh, yeah, mercenaries. Mercenaries, yeah. If, well, if you take this route or if you try to take this route, they're still getting the crap beat out of them, but what happens with one and the other? Well, they took their their whole their whole arc is like as a relationship between the two is they went up from King's Landing to the north and then this, because they had to, yeah. uh, and then by choice went from the north back into King's Landing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, okay. And how about their entrance, too? So yeah. I'm here to kill Cersei. Yeah, she loves saying that. And no one really stopped her, though. I wrote down big Arya energy. <laughs> <laughs> she big was like, what? Energy. What are you going to do? Right. Yep. Which and is B-A-E, like, which is means she's bae. Bae! <laughs> big Arya energy. Hey, bae. Uh, yeah, you know, I was kind of confused as to her complete pivot point at that moment of when they finally get mm-hmm. into the Red Keep. Like, Arya, alright, you're like the world's most deadly assassin. You've been planning this since day yep. one. She's been like, on your list since day one. You're in the Red Keep. Here you are. And then the Hound says, get out of here. And you do? It was a different ball game. They probably thought there was going to be a siege. There was going yeah. to be a normal battle. There were going to be thousands of people dying out outside on, on both sides, and that they could play a role in shortening it by taking out the people they need to take out inside as uh-huh. the uh, uh, the guerrilla warriors inside. Obviously, the thing became atomic pretty quickly, so right. you don't need I think she warriors. really, truly believed Cersei was going to die that day, and that's why she gave up. She's like, well, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that what it was is they all thought that there was this hero fighting, you know, the evil Cersei. 
right? Danny was supposed to be the hero. And then what happens, like Jeremy said earlier, when your hero becomes also the antagonist and the villain, we basically had two villains attacking each other at that point, and everybody else was was then at almost supposed to be the protagonist, literally everyone else who was caught between these two basically villains going after each other. It's like a villain came up out of nowhere and it changed everyone's plan. And everyone was sort of in this episode was totally just reactionary and everyone who was going to be, you know, had their plans, they had to completely change their plans when Danny went out on a limb and and just decided to go her own way and not listen to anyone and become evil as well. It's like everyone was just reacting to that. And I think that's what Arya did. And she thought she was going to kill Cersei for Danny and Jon. And then she just had to react in this moment of... Well, and and herself to get get Cersei back for, you know... For I guess the killing of her father, right? Mm-hmm. Initially, I mean, she, her, and Joffrey, and um, even the Hound was on the list, but I guess she finally took him off. I right? mean, why did the Hound just also let Cersei walk past him? That was interesting. What too. do you think, like, Stephen? I know you, you kind of almost wanted him just, just kinda, yeah, just right, right? Like, real quick. Okay, now, yeah. I actually really like how they play this because. Mm. I thought it made sense for Arya, and it was kind of poetic in knowing the characters and why they did the different split back and forth between Mm -hmm. the characters, Mm. is when you look at the Hound, he's been chasing a goal his entire life Mm -hmm. who's already dead. And it's it's like a literal dead end. And when he tells Arya, like, if you stay here, you're going to die, it's it's more like you're chasing somebody who's already dead. You're going to give up your life for somebody who's already dead. And it's the difference between the two characters as they shift back and forth or somebody who keeps with that journey of revenge to the end and somebody who turns back towards life where it's still a hard journey, but at least you're not just chasing a dead end. I like that. And you know, Mm -hmm. another, another, to to add to your point, Arya has always been fixated on killing. And this is, I feel like the first time we really saw her trying to save a life, right? Right. I guess that's why they that woman and her child were so important. She like helped Arya up, and then all of a sudden Arya is like. I guess we haven't seen her save a whole lot of people. We haven't seen her like I mean, go should, out of her way. Like that was that way. was her goal is to save a life to keep somebody from dying. Yeah, she asked Cyril Pharrell to come through the catacombs of King's Landing with her and leave, uh, but. Yeah, since well, then. Well, I mean, but like, yeah. I thought we might have a similar close moment. People, Come with me. And then that, that lady who, when I'm she sure was learning. Um, yeah. But but yeah. I think that person I, is yeah. um, a bystander, an innocent bystander, which we don't, th- I don't think we've ever seen Arya care for, like, an innocent bystander right. that she doesn't know super well. It was kind of annoying. It was like, what's so special about this particular yeah. woman? Like, get, uh, like, yeah. who cares? You know, who cares? Just some person that helped you up. Like, who get cares? out of there. But Maybe she needed It purpose. was ultimately, it was like, yeah, it was like, I feel like representative of the rest of the population. It was like, this one person represents life in the city as a whole or life in general. And mm-hmm. I get that. It was just kind of like a little distracting. Because like, why is this particular person? It was so, a little distracting. One notion I had was that maybe it, it harkened back to the actress in the acting troupe that helped her out and lost her life. That if she could maybe redeem that, mm-hmm. I, I, it was just the one inclination as I started to see that right. play out. Like, wow, she's really taking an interest in this, in this one family. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like she's followed the god of death for so long. I feel like because the hound has pointed out to her that she should live. Now she's putting life on a higher pedestal and others' lives as well. She's kind of, it's always been about death and now it's going to be about life, it seems like. So I feel like this begins her new path in life. That yeah. is nice, but you know what's funny? <laughs> she got her killed. 
<laughs> like, like come on, you, you stay here, you're gonna die. Come on, come with me. And then she pulls them outside, and they all just get torched immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're was, the only one laughing. It was kind of, It was ironic though. It was like Arya, we no. just got well, them all killed. Don't forget, it was the Dothraki first, and then the torching. Right, the Dothraki yeah. came, then they all got burned, and it was just like maybe Listen, if they stayed. Listen, as they Arya's number one fan. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, you, you might have to fight Kristen Listen, for that one. <laughs> we cannot just go from one of the world's best assassins to being, you know, one of the best healers and supporters of humanity <laughs> overnight. We need a few practice people. She's bad she saving trying. people. She's, she she's not going to get it right the first time. Yeah, she's trying. She's trying. It's her attempt at heroism. While, while she's sustained brain damage, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. How many times and did we see Arya? We, we called her in the watch long uh, Arya, the uncrushed. The uncrushed. <laughs> because, er, like, three, four times. How many towers have fallen? Like, like if something fell and, like, smothered her in dust and like it cut to another scene and then it's like back and she's like oh dusts herself off yeah. and gets up to just to get crumbled again yeah. but you know I think I have a feeling she'll have another chance because luckily there was a horse waiting for her when she woke up in her rubble yeah a white horse at that a white horse a white horse totally chilling <laughs> sent in from HBO itself <laughs> I'm the sorry, only I, way that horse did, makes any sense. I did kind of lose it in that moment. I'm like, come on! What is I this? did too. The what new chapter of a video game? Jeremy, the white horse. Well, sa- saving. She's saving people now. Yeah. She's been saved, and now she's saving people. Is that going to be her riding? Officially the good guy, riding in on the white horse? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you survive Aria. eight times, you win a horse, Stephen yep. says. I love that. Yeah, maybe she's won Game of Thrones, and if you survive eight times, you win a horse, and we just didn't know the rules until now. It's no longer a throne, it's a white horse. Mm-hmm. You know, Guys, my, only, my only explanation is that death doesn't want her. Yeah. I like because, that. Because, like, there's no way that someone survives that many, like, buildings falling mm-hmm. unless death is like, no, 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 no. Not today. Yeah, you, yes. this, yeah, not today. She has more to give me. Last yeah. notes on the Clegane Ball, guys. Was it every, did it live up to our expectations? I mean, the lighting, Jeremy Yeah, I, I really, if anyone here, uh, again, I remember the 80s. So if you saw the movie Highlander, <laughs> the battle on the tower there with Sean Connery and the Kurgan. Uh, and it was an amazing uh, uh, flashback to that, just the way there was crumbling all around. It was mm-hmm. in a tower. There were huge blows against each other. So check that out on YouTube. I'm sure they have that battle. <laughs> but yeah, you just mentioned they did different things with the lighting, with the framing. Uh, we saw some great grody uh, makeup special effects, and yeah. and so that did that did pay off. I'm glad we got to mutually, see the mask come off. Yeah. Mutually assured destruction, and we got, as you said, the Darth Vader moment. I did think yeah. they borrowed a little Darth Vader uh, makeup. I mean, yeah, I mean, how are you gonna make a guy look dead, you know, without making it kind of look like Darth Vader in a way? But um, and it really seemed like he couldn't go down; like he was already dead. I mean, he had right. a not a knife in his eye through his brain. I'm. I mean, how many times did it look like the hound killed him, and the hound just starts laughing because he knows what he has to do to finally kill him? Yeah, you know, I I love when I love when he says mm. "die already" because he says what we're all <laughs> thinking. So good, blanking die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought it was really satisfying. The fight was really cool. Uh, you know, the, I, all I could think of was when the hound told Arya why Sirio Favreau was dead. He said he's dead because. Uh, Marin Trent 
had armor and a big freaking sword. <laughs> and so when I saw him going up against uh, the mountain, the mountain had a bigger sword, mm-hmm. had better armor, yeah. and he was undead. It was and, it, and on top of all that, the mountain had the high ground. Had the high ground the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was an uphill battle. It was an uphill battle, but like the hound still <laughs> wanted it. My whole life. Um, I, I thought uh, I was like really hoping that something weird wouldn't happen, like, yeah. like a big the, rock came across. He was literally him. the underdog. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh my god! Don't leave me You heard it here first. Oh. <laughs> and how about a nice throwback to the Oberyn Martell fight? Yeah, with, with the, the, with the yeah. thumb and the eyes. Yeah, that's the that's the mountain's moves, it's crushing just, skulls. That's the move. Yeah, and it didn't work this time, thankfully. <laughs> It, it kind of did. I mean, his eyes. Like, I mean, one Still of them. Still had one. But yeah, you're right. It was. Um. It was. It was a throwback moment. You kind of got to see both of their trademark fighting styles, and it was everything you wanted. You know, it was a really hyped up event, and it was one that like they gave it a nice. They stage. gave it to us. Yeah. They gave it to us, and thanks for giving it to us. You know, we predicted a lot of things to happen. Everyone, the fan theories wanted it to happen. And this is one that finally played out in a way that we could all appreciate. The final piece of that puzzle is the Hound most feared fire. And in the end, that was the key to him getting wow. what, yeah. Yeah. what he wanted by sending the whole shebang of Cleganes down into the, the flaming maw. He had to use right. all of himself to bring him down. Right. And just like the Oberyn Martell fight, I mean, they both pretty much died. It the was good that they died pretty much back then. It's good that, that they landed fight. in yeah. fire because if they yeah. didn't, he was always thinking You'd be like, like is, is, he the, there? "Is the mountain dead, or is he just kind of crushed a little bit?" But I yeah, too, yeah. All real right, poetic, guys. real poetic. One the, last thing on Arya, yeah. just to shout out the chat. They're they're making a very convincing case that it could be Bran as the horse. They're they're yeah, listing we, off scenes. We said that in the we watch thought along. so, but then we why aren't so. his eyes worked out? We, I said that too, and yeah. a lot of people in chat say every time he switches over, it's for a second, and then they go back to normal. Oh, the, the eyes do? for the crows. Yeah. It was normal after a second. Oh, oh okay. well, yeah. I, I, th- I would love what... for Brand to be doing anything worthwhile yeah. this episode. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> so that'd be great. I would love Brand. That, that that would make sense if Bran was the horse. Then at least it wasn't dumb. I think I th- we've all started asking each other on a scale of Arya to Bran. How useful are you? <laughs> you know, raisins. I thought we would at least see that flicker of the grayed out yeah. if it was that they yeah. give that us that would have been nice bit. just to give it to us because they don't give us any explanation when it comes to Bran. So a flickering of the eye would have been all that we needed. I don't know if it was Bran just just based on the fact that she was like trying to for some reason calm the horse down, like mm-hmm. you know approaching it tentatively. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just assume that it was though. Thanks, Bran. Yeah. Thanks for helping yeah. out. Let's Thanks for you, doing something. Let's give you credit. Everyone's yeah. dead. I don't know what yeah. you know, like the Night King. Didn't do much damage, but Daenerys did way more than he did, you know? It's just like... Exactly. What was the whole... The Night King didn't do much damage? (laughs) Not in comparison. It doesn't feel like it. Daenerys' body count is probably 5x. It seems like Daenerys did more damage, doesn't it? Guys, I gotta tell you something. The rom-com is over. It was neither romantic nor comedic, but Jaime and Cersei are gone in each other's arms. I hated it. I mean, for me, it's just like we all had our predictions of who was going to kill Cersei. Mm. We had Arya marching up there. I thought Jaime had left Brienne to come down to King's Landing to kill his sister because I thought he was the only one who knew he could get close enough to her to get the job done. And I think if he did come back to do that, he realized he didn't need to, that she had come back to being a human. Like, at that point, she was crying. Jeremy mentioned we hadn't seen her in tears before. I mean, we saw a different Cersei after she realized that it was over and she really just wanted her baby to live. 
at that know. point. What was he doing there? I. Th- what was he doing? Well, because uh, I was confused. I thought that Jamie. Yeah, we like. Oh, he's going up. Oh, he's going down to King's Landing to kill Cersei. Or no, he's going back to Cersei to be by her side. Like, what was he really doing there? I think that we've. One, we had to eliminate a lot of storylines this this season. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like a lot. Um, so I think that you know, there's a lot of theories going on, and in the books, Jamie has gone has apparently lived many lives and becomes different people. In the show, he sort of circles back around and becomes who we, who we met when we very first met him, which mm-hmm. is the two of them together always. And it's almost like the creators were like, you know what? We're going to make it very clear that these two end up together so we can like siphon this off and then take this in another so direction. He went- hey, everybody. Before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Was he going down to King's Lane? To just love her and just, just to be, be there because he thought the world was crumbling and he wanted to be with her while the world was crumbling and I don't think it's a really great answer but I think that's what they want us to think. And was that triggered by be- being trying to be good with Brienne trying something else? That was mm-hmm. the first time we ever really saw him trying to be a good was, guy. I don't think no, I don't think no, he was trying he to be left. a good guy. He left Cersei to 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 fight the bigger fight, right? Mm-hmm. I think they all were partying because they had just lived through something they all accepted death for. They right. all thought they were going to die and they were all having sex and partying and he was like, oh, you haven't had sex before? Well, you're, I'm really the only one who can teach you that because you're really only comfortable with me so before I leave, I'm going to give you that gift, girl. Peace. <laughs> just like a fuck boy. He sure did. Well, now we're explicit. We got the little E on the iTunes podcast now. Uh, fuck yeah, fuck it. <laughs> We got the E now. I guess oh, we can do it. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy, Dan, what did you think <laughs> right, of right. Jamie Cersei going down in rubble? Literally, I mean, uh, I just again, found no this matter really what's unsatisfying. Appeared, I'm only 99 percent sure that they're dead. That they're dead. You're not buying it. Yeah, only. You think 99%? that's a soap opera death? You think they're going to come back from the it, it, with we, his we, wound and her pregnancy? And we don't literally see a skull dragon getting crushed. Comes from the- no, they're dead. Uh, well, well uh, uh, they gotta be. In terms of what to add to you guys, you know, I think that it was again a device. We wanted to see the human, or we didn't want to, but we were shown a humanity in Cersei in that final scene. And maybe as we thought about it, remember when she looked out on uh, on the city of King's Landing at the uh, Sept of Baelor explosion scene. The Sept of Baelor is blown up and a few other square blocks and a couple thousand people died. And we saw that viewpoint and the amount of smoke and the amount of fire. We saw that dwarfed 50X. And and then Cersei kind of uh, was also rehumanized via her crying. Maybe we're supposed to just get the context of there's the bigger villain there. So I think it was used for that device. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie, I do think... You know, you asked the why. I do think we are meant to think that, you know, when he used those hate, the, 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 that hateful term with Brienne, I do think it was to have an escape hatch, and so she would not pine for so him. So she and, wouldn't run after him or do yeah. anything crazy. Yeah. Yes, and keep, keep her out of the battle and, 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 and be free of him because he probably knew it was a one-way trip. So 
he knew he was probably going on a one-way trip. The Cersei thing was a final... I, it's not a redemptive moment, but it's a humanization moment to make Danny look all the less human. Can I jump mm. in real quick? Sorry, Please. guys. Um, there's two things that I wanted to think about with this, is that if you knew somebody you loved was going to be killed by all the people that you knew, mm-hmm. would you want to go there and be there and try to save them? If you absolutely love yeah. them. And I think that's yeah. what I think that was his motivation. Okay. And then I also think the reason they had to end the two of them that way is because now Tyrion's gonna think his his plan succeeded. Because nobody's gonna know it didn't. Well unless they check and see that the rebels all I mean, are they the going to search through it all to find them? Well, I mean, they couldn't get out. Yeah, so they if they look out. from and the, the outside, still there. he might admit his plan, which might lead to his doom in the next episode. I'm sure that they'll no. clear the rubble and find the bodies and Guys. yada yada. But I hated it. Just to answer your question, yeah. Kristen, I was rooting for Cersei because I thought she was kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, my favorite at that point. Sorry. Um, and just to watch them get crushed in that way is like. It was so, mm-hmm. uh, it was not, I mean, it's poetic. They were together. They were locked in each other's eyes. I get it. The prof, I mean, I guess we yeah, found out she actually, been... she actually was pregnant. Yeah, I that's guess. a good point. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't know. Is she lying? Is she playing both sides? Whatever. And talking about and she... the prophecy, she was supposed to die at the hands of her little brother, and she kind of did. It was Tyrion's plan. Interesting. Mm. But Interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And But he did, and, and she died prophecy... in her brother's arms. And her prophecy was that mm-hmm. she would only right. have three children. She didn't ever have the child. She never had the yeah. kid. Um, and so, but I was really sad to see them to see them end. But um, you, you know, when the, when Cersei blew up the Sept of Baelor, that was like a huge like shocker because it's like oh the High Sparrow and Queen Marjorie and like all these storylines we just spent the entire mm-hmm. season, the past couple seasons building up, and it's just it just ends like that. But then you're like. Yeah. That's but it makes how it's been though. But it's how it's been, and so you're like, well, okay, re- I guess. You recall Ned Stark, right? <laughs> and so they're doing that now, but with a lot. That that was all nice and neat in one like you know little package. They were all just in the Sept of Baelor. She blew it up the end, and now it's kind of on a bigger scale. Like Jeremy said, instead of just the Sept of Baelor, it's King's Landing, and everyone in it is gone. I just wonder how Daenerys thinks. Is she thinking Jon Snow's even alive? She was like blowing everybody up. It seems like she doesn't she care. Doesn't care. Yeah. As for our death pool, there were some people playing along. Death pool! In YouTube. Do you remember who you asked us if they were going to live? I think you said, like, Gendry yep. last um, episode. Yeah, it was... Uh, we didn't even get to see him. I, I think he's still up in the north, yeah. Winterfell, yeah. It was uh, Gendry... I've gone back to... Down, uh, down to Storm's End. Well, and, well, it was... For last week, it was mm-hmm. um, Tyrion, Varys, and the Hound. Yeah, I remember. I, I think we said a lot of us thought that the Hound would live, but we did not think. I went. Three, I went all three. Right? You said that everyone was gonna die, die. and you were right about Tyrion or Varys and the Hound. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the week before that was Bronn, Gendry, and someone else. Let's Where go is Bronn? Bronn, uh, I don't love I don't that storyline, but it I is. Know. It, it, it is in his character to be like, oh, there is no clear winning sign. I'll take a step back. That's yeah. very much in his character, and like yeah. I don't. I mean, think, I'm not attached to that character, so I'm like, you can just. He was smart, <laughs> smart as heck. I'll keep it PG-13 for <laughs> staying out of this one. Oh my god! Well, yeah, oh, everyone yeah. is worse off for being a part of this one. Well, yeah. Cersei now can't pay him, so what's the motivation to kill Tyrion? Yeah. You know, it's not there. I don't Jamie, think he really Jamie's wants dead, to. So. I think he no. was just trying to survive and be aggressive. Yeah. Okay, mm, so for next aggressive. week, guys, is Danny. 
going to make it through the episode. Live or die, Ryan, for Danny. I'm killing her. Okay. She dead. She Ryan the, the Mad killed. Queen going to die. Amber? She's going to die. Oh, everybody's killing her. What is that? Jeremy Dan? <laughs> uh, this was actually going to be my prediction. But one thing I noticed in the last episode when mm-hmm. we had Cersei and Danny uh, facing off with those extreme close ups right around the death of Missandei, uh, Danny has beautiful green eyes. Mm. So you think Arya yeah, might kill and, her? And it, it, uh, it would, Cersei's with green eyes is no longer with us. So. Right. Yep. So you think. So yeah. dead. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> dead. Arya's taking out Danny. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I also feel like if <laughs> we're going, it's got to be Arya or the John. Prophecy, yeah. She has killed so many. Arya's killed so many people. They, I'm sure one of them have had green eyes. I'm not bothered by it if 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 Danny isn't killed by Arya strictly because of that prophecy. Uh, I don't think that she's. It wasn't even really live. a prophecy. It was just kind of like said it in passages, like in your eyes I see blue, green, yeah. and brown shut forever, and and I think they went back and used that for like. Plot development, you know what I mean? Like, right. But then she also predicted, um, you know, Varys not living. Tyrion, right. live or got, die. Jeremy Dan. <laughs> you killing Tyrion or you keeping him alive? Die. Okay. Tyrion? I, I th- I, because I think it's another device. I, I I think it's another of the manipulation devices and whatnot that's going to kind of rip the, 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 the rug out from under us and um, a... a, a Author that the person he most reflects himself into mm-hmm. loses out to. Amber, what do you think? I think it's an honor for anyone to be alive in this finale. <laughs> just to yeah. be clear, I no one has any business being alive in this finale, so we should all be grateful. I think that he will live. I but I won't be too upset if he dies in the finale because he's made it so far. But I, I think that he will live and kind of just be like with um, Samuel Tarly, just kind of mm-hmm. like, what have we done? And they're kind he of like rather die. history together. <laughs> yeah, he would probably rather, rather die. I think Daenerys is going to kill him because she'll be like, where's Jamie? You let him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Bran, live or die. What is going to go on with Bran? <laughs> Bran's definitely living. Okay. I, I don't know what exactly yeah, is going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I have some comments about that in a little Amber? bit. But... Bran becomes a tree. <laughs> you could go back to no that tree was destroyed I'm going to say it's a trick question there is no brand there's only that's me I made it <laughs> you're right that was a trick question <laughs> alright guys let's get into our final topic oh real quick yep. if you guys want to play along Deathpool leave us a comment on YouTube and mm-hmm. if you guys like our video if you like you know this show give us a thumbs up it doesn't take much to it's smash it's right that. there just, you're just, watching it you it, can see the thumb you just, it helps out so much it yeah. really does just you know it's not much for you but it's everything to us if you guys just throw us a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss the last episode and, and we'll do some more shows after that absolutely we'll on the documentary and probably one yeah. just wrapping so everything thank up thank you for watching and thank you for liking us we love you right back and Ryan gets one peanut butter puff per like yeah so yeah and please. he's hungry <laughs> thank you to everyone who's watching we have a huge crowd out there watching us live we really appreciate you guys tuning in and watching <laughs> us live it means everything to us and I'm expecting all of you to give us a thumbs up because it's right Bing. there yeah please, please alright guys our third topic what's that squish what now, what do we do now with our lives? What am I gonna do after Game of Thrones? And what is John gonna do? What is John gonna do? I mean, we kind of talked about this for a moment earlier with Amber. She thinks that he kind of has to have a conversation with Danny. No I just see, I just see her not being. She's like, not Danny anymore. She's not Danny anymore. I don't, I don't know who can get through to her other than with a knife. 
Mm, nice. I don't think anyone's going to get through to her. I think John is still a man of substance, and he's going to kind of do the thing where, what, what was it, what they did last episode where they, they met up with, and Miss Sandy got, it was kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. are you going to kill all these innocent people, or are you at least going to try to, and I think John's going to be like, I'll try to talk to her, and he's going to kind of go in and try to do the right thing, and he's going to be prepared to, for to kill her. For it to just, yeah. Dude. It's she, not going to work. She but, yeah. is the most evil person now. I mean, she just completely flipped. And it's not even... That's why it's Danny isn't Danny anymore. She's the mad queen. Mm-hmm. She's no longer there, right? Um, because, like, Daenerys... The, the Daenerys that we know her. would never kill yeah. thousands of innocent people. So the Daenerys that we have now is a person that Jon will probably swing the sword for. Yeah. You know, I mean, into. Yeah. Yeah. We saw um, him kill one of his own soldiers for yeah. the rape scene this episode. Right. So he's not, you know, maybe that was a foreshadowing that he's going to be turning on his own team. He always does the right thing. He does. It's what got Ned Stark killed, mm-hmm. you know, honor, duty. Sometimes he gets killed in this world. Um, but for some reason, John can avoid death enough to, to perform some kind of. The reason why the Lord of Light brought him back, you know, we still haven't found that out. So obviously, to rule, I feel like. Right. What do you think, Jeremy? The closeness, the actual physical proximity, ain't gonna happen again. I can't see mm. Danny being anything but on high, removed with a new Queen's Guard, maybe a with Grey a Worm, gray worm uh, and he clearly uh, was the main one to follow her. Fully suited up. I mean, we have a little bit of Mad Grey Worm too. Mm-hmm. So there's not gonna be that moment where he can have that final loving gaze into her eye and do what's right for the, the, yeah. the realm. He's not going to be able to get that close. It's going to be interesting to see how far everything is removed and which may be one reason a faceless woman could do well, something like that. Yeah, like Arya. You'd think that Arya might be coming for her. Well, that's tough because you have Jon, who's still kind of the king in the north, and you have Sansa up there kind of sitting on, you know, some probably some bannermen. Um... No, if anything happens to John, the North will rebel, right? So, but Daenerys isn't in a position to think of these things. I don't think and yeah. to plan it out. She has no more small council. Varys is gone. John, a lot of people are gone. Want... What's Tyrion Wait. gonna do? Because he was her Tyrion's hand. Try to live. Tyrion's gonna take her out. He's gonna be right with John and Arya. John <laughs> and Arya and Tyrion are. I mean, no one could possibly want to follow Daenerys now. The only mm. reason why they would not do something stupid is to avoid a fiery death from her dragon. Yeah. That's it. And Grey Survival. Worm and the Unsullied will follow her, you know, without question. So, well, and maybe. the Dothraki are wild. Yeah. They're like killing innocent people, raping them, they're pillaging, you know. They've been like that since day one. They've though. been unleashed, though, into in, into um, the Red Keep and King's Landing. And, and now, I mean, who, who's there to rule? But guys, she's not one to sort of let things happen to her. I feel like she might take a proactive approach to this and Just burn them all. Find a way to end her own life. I don't know. Oh, I end her life. I mean, I thought you were about to say oh. she declared one betrayer today, mm-hmm. and it was John. It was John. Is you know she needed him to manage half her forces, the Northmen. And probably thought she might need an alliance. I mean, I don't think she went into that battle knowing everything she was going to do that day. Right. It wasn't on her uh, post-it note list to <laughs> run through King's Landing in that way. But she does not need him anymore, and he's an impediment. He's the declared betrayer. 
Maybe so you she think tries she's to, going to be proactive and kill John? Uh, I, Try to. There, there is that distinct possibility. Yeah, I just I don't see her being like sitting or like waiting. Like I'm anxious to see what her plan is, but this is the first time she literally has no advisors. She, I just don't, I don't know if she's going to go down fighting. I can't really. I a lot of people thought she might sacrifice herself for John, but that's obviously out the window at this point. So, and I don't think she, we kind of saw. Her getting close to the windows and possibly pulling a Tommen in this episode, but yeah, I don't think she like, she would do that. But it's like she's so mad at this point; she's not thinking clearly. So I don't know. She I don't know she's what she's thinking. capable. What's of. with the What's with the Prince of Dorn name drop last episode? The one before it. So it's like we got we got Dorn, one of the mm-hmm. Seven Kingdoms down there. What are they going to do? Are they going to come into play? We have Sansa sitting up there wondering. I'm sure everyone's getting ravens at this point about John being the rightful ruler. You have Gendry, who's now Lord of the Stormlands, you know, so you have all these other Will players Danny call in the game. upon Gendry? Right. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, where will people fall? Especially if yeah. Danny asks oh, yeah, them to can. pledge allegiance well, to her. I mean, she knows everybody loves John, but what will they do? Well, just in the way of thinking about this almost logistically, I think we know from the leaks there's no next battle. This is going to be played out a little more quietly, intimately, maybe with politics, maybe with assassination, maybe with the most humble kind of assassin. You know, we we kind of Poison? have the, the, the Martha, the Martha, the Martha play. So maybe Martha's the only gonna, one who can get It's close. going to play out oh. in it. Oh, it started with tears of least. It started with it tears of least. Tears of least. Yeah, it does. Wouldn't mind the, it. The poison that killed um, John Aaron. John Aaron um, might be. I mean, if Daenerys goes down with poison. Who would who would be left? John? I think everyone is cool with John ruling. Everyone's fine with John. But you got to do something about the Unsullied. You got to do something about Dothraki. And you got to do something about Drogon. What would Drogon's reaction be if Danny died? You know, would it just start torching everything? Did that check? <laughs> I mean, is yeah. there anything left? We'd to have torch? to feed the dragon tears of Lys as well. Do you think Drogon would listen if Danny ordered him to torch John? Yes, that's a good question. Because my so. at this point in the series, my prediction is that there will not be any Targaryens alive at the end of the series. Mm, yeah, no John, because no Danny. Look what Varys told John before he was Varys. Um, he said he didn't say with Daenerys it's a it's a flip of a coin. He said with every Targaryen yes. it's a coin flip, and the the safest thing to do for the realm would be to end the bloodline. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like John. Is is not the kind to descend into madness. We no. we've never really seen a hint of that before. But it's not John. It's the it's the it's descendants. Targa- yeah, Targaryen bloodline. So so maybe you're right. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe 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 maybe, maybe Bran will come into play you know? and just like warg into Drogon. That'd be cool, right? <laughs> I want to get into some news before we roll into predictions for the final episode. Jeremy, what do you got for After us? Thank you. So, uh, HBO. A lot of people are saying, what is next for HBO? Well, they're probably going to be... Well, we know they're going to be rolling out the big prequels and other shows like that to maintain the billions of dollars they need to do uh, for their shareholders, etc. But there's a cool new show coming online at HBO that actually stars a few Game of Thrones alumni. Who? Tell us who. 
I've been checking that out. So Chernobyl, if you like big stories with a yes. lot of consequences yes. and British accents, yes. okay, <laughs> check out Chernobyl on Mondays at 9, uh, 9 p.m. So Donald Sumter, who played uh, Maester Lewin, mm. is in the first episode, oh. had some killer lines. Oh. Okay. And remember uh, Jory Cassell? Sure. Took yeah. a knife from Jamie Lannister right through the eye oh, in the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in it as well, so definitely check that out. I'm on the after show. Please join us, and it's a good-looking show, so definitely tune into that. Yeah, absolutely. But in other news, dun, dun, in dun, dun, dun. betting news, so a lot of people have been putting down <laughs> lines on yeah. who will win the Iron Throne in the end. And I want you guys to guess from Bovada.net. Who is most likely in the in the eyes of odds makers as before this episode to win that Game of Thrones, to be sitting on the Iron Throne? Technically Daenerys just won. <laughs> before this episode, who yeah. do you think was the leader? Oh, before this episode, who, who had I the best was in the, odds in the running? I mean Who had the best odds, do you think? I thought the best odds was John, right? Okay, I mean, so John. Yeah. Who had the best odds? Before the episode, I, I, wanted, I, I wanted Cersei to win. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say Daenerys because uh, of the dragon. Yeah, and who I'm would you say Sansa. had the best? Oh. I think Sansa's the underdog, but, but I would yeah, love but her as a choice. I know though. they've just they've set her up to be the new Cersei. So, yeah. and I think the new so, world's going to uh, have a new democracy, hopefully, still led by a woman because the show has basically wanted us to cheer for women so much. So I feel like putting someone in there, like another woman leader, we would not be as upset about it. Check this out. I think it was counterintuitive. And at times when it's counterintuitive, it's because there are leaks mm. of plot, etc. But the sports book judged Bran Stark the most likely to be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of this. Well, and he will be, be sitting. Ruling Westeros <laughs> at the end of this. Sansa Stark was number two. Oh. Jon Snow, number three. Hey. Number four, Gendry. And <laughs> oh. number five, Daenerys Targaryen. So that's wow. where real money that's is being That's so bet. strange. Gendry, that's... I would love for Gendry to actually go where he's supposed to go when he was born, but come on. He no was way. my Dark Horse prediction in our preseason show... So you guys will all owe me five hundred dollars if that comes true. Gendry okay. has no place in the in the throne. No. Well, well, he's a blacksmith. It's the odds. Well, guys, was that the end of the news? Let's go That's ahead and roll into our predictions for the final episode oh, no. of You're Game of Thrones. Uh, guys, I will tell you, I actually started reading the books, but then I stopped because like, we needed people originally on the panel who had not read the books and could give predictions. But I am definitely going to read this final book when it comes out so yeah. I can hopefully get some satisfying um, endings and, yeah. and like also continue to live that Game of Thrones world because I think George is going to obviously write it a bit differently. Oh, probably yeah. a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your predictions, Ryan? What's going to happen in this oh, final episode? Oh, man. This is our final prediction final prediction. For the show. It How is. many years have we been doing this? Um, <sighs> golly. Uh, all right. Uh, I know I said this before, but I think Sam's going to write this whole story, and this is kind of... What we're watching is Sam's narration of it, in a way. I don't know. Um, I think that Daenerys is going to die by the hands of Jon, and mm -hmm. Jon's going to relinquish the throne to Tyrion, who's going to establish a democratic <laughs> ruling party of senators, 
uh, the Seven Kingdoms, they will all share the weight of rule. Bittersweet, got it. And <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? Ending now. <laughs> I like I like the birth of democracy idea. I'm into that. Sure. Uh, I wow. I I don't know if John's going to be the one to end Danny. I don't think that she's going to continue. Um, I am very curious to see if anyone can do anything about that dragon. Um, but I think. Brand. Brand? Oh, Brand can warg. I think Brand's gonna warg. Brand, that's what I'm predicting. Brand's you, gonna warg in Drogon. You will not walk, but you will fly again. Oh, that's He's a permanent dragon, Brand. You're taking my life. Sorry, just say it when you feel it. That's oh, what the show's that. about. Oh. Yeah, Brand's gonna warg into a dragon, fly to Volantis, and then... He's just Drogon for the rest of his days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the three eyed dragon. Protecting the democracy. The three eyed dragon. Jeremy, I, what I do you think it's oh, going to I do think it's going to end with Sam uh, writing history, mm-hmm. as it were, and hopefully mm-hmm. it just opens up to the beginning of uh, I Met Your Mother. They're in back again by Sam Motali. He's going to wake up and we're all just going to be in Skyrim. <laughs> Jay Whoa. Dan. Well, cool. Whoa. <laughs> I already gave my green eyes prediction or analysis on Say that. Say it again. So, Say it again. Say it again. Say it. So well, Danny, I, I think Danny does not survive the episode. I'm interested with me. There's so many things I want to see. I want them to pay off stuff like the the Prince of Dorne. I'm wondering if there is going to be some some politics and the people showing up. Um, if it is a political solution in some way, because it has to take place in a smaller set, so to speak. Uh, Sansa arrives in King's Landing, and there's some major movement in support of her. Okay. And you think Arya is going to kill Daenerys? Say it. Green eyes. All right. He's, that's, what he's, that's what he's saying, I think, saying that. Guys, I want some crazy prediction that we didn't say yet. Okay. And, but, I mean, I agree with you guys. I think Jon or Arya definitely kills Daenerys. I don't see it going any other way. Tyrion? Um, I hope that Tyrion and Sansa are together again, yeah. and they rule, hopefully, Winterfell together. That oh, would be nice. That be nuts? I would like that. And I would also like Bran to live out his days in Drogon and control him, because that takes care of our dragon problem. <laughs> but, as we but. know, that's too nice of an ending. And also, if you could just work into the dragon, I mean, like, where has he been this entire time, you know? so Yeah, he Waiting wasn't there. moment. Yeah. Right. Steven, what's your prediction? I have two of them, I think. Okay. Bran, I think John works with Bran to warg into the dragon to kill both of them, to kill John mm. and Danny together and end the bloodline. Boom! Oh. And then they, they kill the dragon as like either Arya or somebody kills it. And then the other one, I think, and it would be dumb for this not to happen, they announced the release date of book six here <laughs> <laughs> to push those pre-release buys. <laughs> Predicting a marketing push. I, love I it. honestly <laughs> think that people who did not read the other books are going to read this final book. I really do. I think the book sales for this book is going to be more than because any of the people others. are going to want an alternate reality yeah. for their fantasy. Alternate ending an coming alternate at you. Fantasy. We'll see Samwell holding this book six in his hand at the end. And you <laughs> yeah. can pre-order this too now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Order Scroll by Raven today. I agree. I think John's going to have to die too, but. Don't forget, we've got a little John cooking in Gilly's belly. So John will live on. There'll be another little John. And with that, guys, it's been an amazing episode chatting Mm. it up with you guys. Amazing season, seven, eight seasons, all the seasons, all the time we've spent talking about this show. I can't believe it's going to come to an end next week. 
Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. Jay Dan, where can we catch you? In class at USC, entrepreneurship, business? Sort of. It's summer <laughs> vacation now, so no, find me here next week. <laughs> All right. Amber, where can we catch up with you? Uh, yeah, you guys can tweet me at Amber Plaster, and I also uh, play on Twitch. If you guys are into video games, I'm playing through a game called Life is Strange right now, and oh, I do that Monday through Friday. Yeah, we'll have to game. Uh, I'm Ryan Malati. You can find me everywhere at Ryan Malady because I don't know how to say my name. That's very um, confusing. It is. But hey. thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Um, please subscribe on iTunes, on YouTube, so you won't miss our next, our final episode. Plus, we have more coming after that, coming soon to a screen near you and throw us a like and a comment you guys the 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 comment stream in youtube is really lit the people have great yeah. predictions they have great things love to say love you guys love i think reading i'm gonna those. tweet out yeah. my favorite comment from today's I'll, Ooh. I'll, just, I'll just take a picture and i'll tweet it out so you guys like can that. see there you go but, i'm gonna go um, for the most funny one the funniest Whoa. make her laugh yeah. um and, all right uh, guys that's all i gotta say valar de harris well, we'll see you next week all right our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.